No mob. I hope this finds you well. I don't know if you can hear, but the beautiful breeze in the background, the birds. I'm on beautiful Barkindji country, the country of my ancestors. And I want to acknowledge them. I want to acknowledge my old people. I want to acknowledge culture, country, community, and Amurapa, our children. Because everything that I am needs to honour the past. Everything that I am and everything that I do needs to create ripple effects and plant seeds for the next generation to benefit from. Or it's not the work that I'm here to do. As I sit here and yarn with you, I'm watching the sun rise. And two beautiful kookakars or kookaburras just flew past. And that is my youngest son's, my youngest child's dreaming. So the first time I took him down to to meet the barker, to meet the river and to, to meet country, he was about two or three weeks old. And as we were sitting under a tree on country and I was yarning with him, three baby kookaburras sat in a tree above us and I realised that they were his dreaming. And one of the dreaming stories attached to Kukaka is that the ancestors and the creator spirits called to Kukaka and asked, asked them to use their laugh to wake up the spirits, to wake up the beings to the first sunrise of time. And when I look back on my journey of choosing to have another child, making the decision to bring my son into the world, not knowing who he was and feeling the entire time that he was a female energy and the way my son was birthed into the world and everything that has happened since. My son's birth and his dreaming was an invitation for me to wake up to my next sunrise, an invitation to go deeper and fully surrender to my own experience, to my own being and becoming and to find the courage that, and this knowing that in full surrender, I'll be fu- fully supported with everything that I need in the being and the becoming. Fish are jumping out of the water and I'm just sitting here. My feet are in the water. My feet are on country. My heart is here. And as I reflect on the on the journeys of the last few weeks, uh, so for those that... Um, don't follow my journey. On Sunday, I graded in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to my black belt, a journey that has taken me 20 years, many chapters, many versions of myself from the first moment I walked onto the Jiu-Jitsu mats as a 19-year-old woman, young woman with a lot of anger, a lot of violence, And a lot of that was turned on myself and it was also turned on the world in how I responded to the world and how I reacted to what was happening around me. Violence was a way of keeping myself safe, but it was also an identity. It was also a form of protection. It was a form of connecting with my power. Because my first, I guess, experience of power was power over, was my power being taken from me. Um with the experience of sexual abuse at the age of six, the experience of fear when my parents were arguing, the experience of fear when I remember the call of my mum 
as she woke up and realised in her dreams that my sister was gone. Um, and in this reflection and just kind of allowing this experience to be in my world and honouring and savouring this journey, this idea of this, what, it, what does it mean to have and what does it mean to be? In the, in the Western world or the current social society world as it's structured on Western paradigms and systems and culture is this idea of having titles, of, 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 having, of being a leader. But what's the difference between having the title of a leader and being a leader? So some of the titles or the roles that I hold is Namika, mum, Anishan, of my family, of Kilalana, being a founder, being an entrepreneur, being a leader and a CEO of my, my own companies, being a speaker, and now the title of being a black belt. I'm a three-time world champion in coloured belts. And one of my dreams is to be a black belt world champion. And this is connected to my bigger dreaming, my dreaming of becoming myself, what is the most powerful, unapologetic, brave, full version of myself? Who can I become and who can I be if I fully surrender to the journey of being and becoming myself, of knowing myself, of healing and letting go? And I was reflecting on this because a friend of mine and business partner, Lillian from the Becoming Better Together Collective uh, posted something on LinkedIn and it was something to do with um, a, a company that's gone bad in its, in its leadership and doesn't want to take responsibility. And she wrote about this quote by Sabonfu Somme, and my apologies for the butchering of that name, one of the foremost voices of African spirituality. There is a difference between being in a position of power and being in a position of responsibility. Elders in traditional communities do not take power. They take responsibility and empower. And it really has been sitting with me the last few days around the difference between having a title and being the person, being the role within that title and fully having responsibility for who you are in that role how you serve that role and how you show up for the people that are connected to that role, who have put you in that position of, of privilege, in that position of power and, and eldership and guidance. And from a First Nations perspective and from my understanding and exploration and connection to the difference between being an elder and someone who practices eldership, an elder in our communities is someone who has been identified by the community. We don't self-identify as an elder or as a, as a leader, as someone who has knowledge and wisdom to share and has permission to pass on that knowledge and that wisdom or that law and that culture to others. An eldership is the practice of having wisdom and experience and the ability to pass that on to others in a way that guides them in a way that empowers them, in a way that nurtures them. And I'm starting to explore more and more deeply my grounding philosophy of dream walking to dream weaving. And dream walking is someone who is 
guided by their aspirations. They live through their their dreaming, their vision, their purpose. So who they are in the world, um, how they show up, how they make their choices is based off of their their value and the vision that they have for themselves, that dreaming, that calling that they have for for who they are meant to be in the world and how they want to show up and serve the world and use their time in this space. So that's a dream walker. And a dream weaver is someone who has walked with their aspirations and who has achieved or become their aspirations or arrived at their aspirations and has gained wisdom and experience by walk by dream walking. And they can use that wisdom and experience that they've gained from that journey to be a guide for someone else's journey, to hold space, either through sharing their wisdom or by being their wisdom and, and shining their light into the world. And it really connected with me in terms of my journey and all the roles that I hold. And the three most important roles in my world right now is Namika, Anishan, and the Barkindji Warrior. And what does it mean to be those roles versus having those titles? What is the responsibility of being Namika, being mum to five beautiful children, many more nieces and nephews, being Anishan and people choosing to call me auntie and looking to me as a role model and as a guide, not just when I'm in the space with them, but when they're watching my journey. I got gifted the experience by one of the mums who attends um, our Kilalana youth programs. And she said that since I've been away, one of her daughters has just been sitting there going through my TikToks. And she asked her, she's like, do you miss Anishan? And she's like, yeah, of course. How could I not? And even some of the girls, we had our first grown tutor session last night and they said that the space is just not the same without you, Anishan. And I said to them, I said, but I'm always here. And where I go, I take you with me. Because the further I walk, the further I explore who I can become, the more I can reach behind me and offer my hand and experiences to you. So in this season of being gifted my black belt and earning my black belt after 20 years of walking this journey of jiu-jitsu as an experience, as a self-expression, is what is the difference between having a black belt and being a black belt? Now, in, in jiu-jitsu, we have this saying that black belt is just the beginning of the next journey, the next chapter. It's not the end. And that a lot of people say they, may, they learn more from being a black belt than they ever did being a coloured belt. And for me, I have a black belt now, and I'm offered this opportunity to explore what is the difference between having a black belt and being a black belt. It's this idea of knowing the fundamentals of jiu-jitsu, it's about knowing my jiu-jitsu well enough that I can use that successfully in a match against someone else, that I know my body, I know my style, I know my skills, I know my capacity and my capabilities to effectively use my skills to dominate and win a match against someone else. And it's also about that responsibility to be an example on the mats, to be a role model for others. As a mum, as a 40-year-old woman, as someone who chooses the path of being an athlete as a vehicle for social change and impact in the world and chooses my voice and my story to invite others to explore their own stories and their own possibilities. 
And for me in this season, the difference between having those titles and being those titles is taking the responsibility to really explore what it means to become in this season, to really explore being in this season. How do I build myself? How do I build my fundamental skills? How do I know myself well enough so that I can serve those roles to my full potential, to my full power by surrendering to the journey? And as I mentioned in my at the start, my son's dreaming the cooker car and sitting here on country and listening to country is that this is the work in this season, is that the most powerful thing I can do for others is by focusing and allowing my own being and becoming to be the core, to be the seed that I plant right now because everything that I be and everything that I become is what others will get as a result of being around me. That's I can only serve from who I am. So having the courage to step back from a lot of things and give my give myself the time and space in this season to be to grow, to nurture, to become can only serve and benefit those that I love and the work that I'm here to do. And being curious about what is my responsibility in those in this season to those roles? What are the foundations? What are the fundamental things that I need to know to be able to weave those roles together so that when I am in a position of eldership, when I'm in a position of leadership and I'm sitting in those roles and I'm serving those that I love and I'm serving those that I'm here to to work with or who choose me to guide them, I can do that to my fullest power. I can do that to my fullest service and capacity and capability. This morning I went to the gym and it's been about six to eight weeks since I've stepped foot in the gym just due to illness and work and life and not prioritizing myself and my training. And we were doing squats and I ended up being able to squat 60 kilos for four reps um, and four sets. So four rounds of four reps at 60 kilos. And my ego was like, you used to be able to do 120 kilos. I'm like, but this is what I can do now. This is what is available to me now. And the responsibility is, is that I know what I'm capable of. I know what I can get to, but I don't know what I can, what, what's beyond that because I've never tried beyond that. So as I watch the sunrise over my beautiful country, as I listen to country, I'm really exploring this idea of what does it mean to be these roles and to practice eldership in this season and to weave the journey between dreamwalking and dream weaving of following my own aspirations and my dreaming and becoming to then be able to use that dreaming and becoming to serve and dream weave eldership and guidance into my service of others. And my northern star is my dreaming. My northern star is my energy, following the things that light me up, following that calling, following the flow of the river to see what's around the next bend in my journey Because once I explore what's around that next bend, I can always reach my hand behind me and bring others with me. But as I've been exploring, I can only take people as far as I've taken myself. I can only share the stories that I've lived and that I know. I can only teach what I know. And I can only be what I am. So in this season, I'm really exploring what does eldership and responsibility mean to be these roles versus having titles. 
I hope this helps you in some way. I hope it creates a ripple effect into your world, dropping a pebble into your consciousness to stir up your own thinking, or it plants a seed that takes root for you at the right time in a way that guides you to want to do something different or to step into your power and your potential. What does it mean in your world? What's the difference between having a title and being the role within that title? And how do we practice responsibility and eldership to show up and serve by first being our, being our higher self, by having the courage to be fully ourselves? Nothing less and nothing more. The most powerful thing we can do for the world is to be ourselves, our unapologetic whole self in both our light and our dark because the world doesn't need more masks the world needs more people who are willing to take off the mask and surrender to being themselves big love you mob and i hope this helps in some way as i continue to explore my journey of the warrior heart dream walking to dream weaving and my journey to black belt the difference between having a black belt in this season and to being a black belt. Big love you, mob.